Wink. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, we're back. Uh, we we're doing another podcast. Uh, we're here doing another podcast. Um, yes. We have a special guest, uh, very friend, special OG guest, friend of the show. Um, maybe one, one, one uh, previous, uh, two, two previous, yeah, uh, appearances. Hour. A and power hour and what yep. was the one? And an individual just a, just a, profile. Yeah, yeah, a profile episode. Uh, get to know the circle <laughs> kind of episode. Did did we do a power hour at your apartment? It was at, at Frank's. At my apartment. At Frank's. Yeah. Did you have like a picnic table? Yes, mm-hmm. okay. I had a large table, kitchen yes. table. Yes, yeah, yeah. I released one of the most disgusting, uncomfortable burps that's ever come out of my body during that episode and it derails the entire episode maybe i'll go back and and isolate that for a drop <laughs> yes <laughs> if, you, if you guys are curious it's episode 100 well, of a different podcast uh it's called frank and eric yeah. Internet famous it's, it's yeah. different it's a different podcast yeah. that you can't find on the internet it's on the, it is on the dark web though isn't it yeah there's <laughs> records of it yeah. there's like uh some vinyls somewhere yeah, there's, a, there's websites on the dark web where you can hire someone to murder someone you know <laughs> and you can listen to frank and eric Internet yeah famous. yeah exactly um so d- this is daniel del del no i don't know why i'm getting your last name Hanson yeah, dan. Hanson dan. <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> He lives here. This is his and phone number. His last name, yeah. And yeah. Security, your social security number. I went to I went to a Chinese New Year uh, party last night. I'm a little off my game. I apologize. Uh, but happy th- New Year, by the way. Yeah, happy oh, yeah, New Year. Happy New Year happy to New Year. everyone. Year of the Rat. Yep. Welcome. Cool. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to Year of the Rat. Here we are, um, 2020. Um, so we are discussing uh, the Stanley Kubrick. Um, his last movie in his career, uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Yes. Uh, I mm. will say my initial response to this was uh, it's low-hanging fruit. But uh, after watching it, and I realized watching it uh, last night and this morning, I've never seen the whole thing. <laughs> I've always, always stopped for reasons you can understand at the orgy scene. Mm. I'm assuming I just fell asleep. I mean, the orgy scene came up and I was like, Ooh, and then that was it. So somewhat coincidentally, I started, I watched this movie about two weeks ago just because it randomly popped into my head. Yeah. And I realized I, I just had this moment of like, that was so weird. Why, why does this movie exist? And do, do like, do my memories of it hold up? Like, are they, is it really as strange as I thought it was? Yeah. So, uh, I watched it and it took me, I want to say three days to get through it. Wow. Like sitting down, watching 15 minutes and just being like, fuck, like looking at my watch, like how long have I been sitting I here? Jesus. The first half is pretty good, uh, but I was watching it while I was learning my minor chords because I'm doing the whole singer songwriter thing now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> my, uh, my fingers are a little, are a little tender from the strings. Uh, you have calluses yet? Uh, working on it. Working yeah. on it. Okay. Yeah. All right. What is, I thought you were going to uh, embrace my new hobby. Well, if anybody has noticed that the uh, production of custom episode art has slowed down, it's because Frank Frank's little tender fingies oh, can't boy. hold up to clicking on his mouse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I missed one episode. Jesus. Are you threatening me? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, but uh, yeah, so watching the, uh, watching the entire movie, uh, the second half, just nothing really happens at all. Yeah. It, so I felt like this movie is so like ineffective, ineffective, ineffective. Mm. Is that a word? That's a word. One of them is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like... I'm not even convinced that anybody was actually talking to each other. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the, the, like every line is just a clunker. There's no, like, I didn't feel anything about this. I felt some tension. Uh, I definitely felt arousal, but I definitely felt some (laughs) tension in certain parts where like he's being followed. I was kind of spooky. And when, okay. So Nicole Kidman just picks a fight with him. Let me let's just go through the movie real quick. Yeah, I feel okay. like that's so. Tom Cruise to... looks so hot in this movie, right? Real handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, he's very very handsome. He looks good. Yeah, he's, he's like ripped. peak he's ripped. Yeah. peak Tom Cruise. You're fucking yeah. hot ass dude. Yeah, great haircut. 
great haircut. Yeah. Peak peak nineties hair. Yes, this like, is he, like it's power 99 hair. and it's it's Absolutely. the essential, the apex of nineties hair. It's like alpha male hair. Yeah. He is just hot as hell. <laughs> also, it is this is peak cruise slash kidman oh yeah kidman looks amazing Un- too believable it's weird how Hachi like a- <laughs> <laughs> that's something i say in real life all the time by the way and it's always like funny to hear that played as a what clip is that from i didn't know Tommy boy the- oh. no it's from uh it's from the critic, the critic. Hachi machi. oh yeah it's John yes. yes it is <laughs> it's funny um, but, um, she looks amazing. Her hair is done the same way the entire movie, which I find kind of odd. She's sleeping. She's going out. She yeah, has yeah. the same hairstyle. Looks great. Yeah. Kind of strange. Um, but the whole movie, so they go to a, a party and each line has this like weird dreamlike haze to it. The first part of the movie, they, they're at like a Christmas party. Yes. Everyone looks super hot and yeah. everyone's just basically propositioning each other. Yes. Right. Like it's a world where sex is just at your fingertips. Everybody is so horny. Yes. And so, <laughs> so hot too. So hot and horny. Yeah. And it's supposed to be New York. Yes. Yes. It's yes. New York. But filmed it's, in London. It's filmed yeah. in London. Yeah. So it, on a soundstage for yeah. almost a year. Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing that drove me crazy immediately. There's all this like <clears throat> movement through the movie. Like Tom Cruise is hopping in a cab mm-hmm. and going over here and then he's going over there. The entire movie takes place on a single block. Yeah. So at every scene that you're looking at, it's like he gets in a cab, he's riding in the cab, he gets out. And the sign for the place that he was standing in front of in the last scene is just out of focus behind him across the street. And I couldn't stop seeing that. It's literally, he keeps just crossing the street over it's, and over. It's hard I to tell think, where in the city they live. I think that's is the that what it is? I didn't notice that either. People yeah. saw this in standard definition. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, or, right. you know, the, you have the settings on your TV where it... it uh, do I look like, like real? an animal to you? <laughs> <laughs> you shut that shit off the day you buy your TV. Okay, all right, good. Come what, on. What I settings? still feel like it. It's the uh, it, it, they they like every brand calls it something different, like True Motion or whatever. But it's the thing that makes everything look like a, a soap opera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> what do people want? That I don't understand. It makes sports look really good. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, I, a friend of mine who shall not be named refuses to turn it off on his TV. And I was at his house for several hours and we watched like three movies. It makes I know me who that feel is. insane. And it makes sense. It makes me feel insane. I, when I watch it. Yeah. I, I, the whole time I can't even see the movie cause I'm just, my head is whipping back and forth <laughs> looking at everybody else in the room. Like what the fuck is going on? Here? <laughs> some um, people don't see it. It doesn't, it, it's a weird, it's a, yeah, it doesn't bother some people. Philistines. <laughs> Um, I did enjoy the art direction, heavy red, heavy blue mm-hmm. in every scene. I guess is the blue supposed to be like a dream world or something when things are heavily blue? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's buckle a- your seatbelt, Frank. I didn't research this at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so they're at this holiday party. It's just so sexy i've never been to a holiday party like that in my life i'm hanging out with the wrong crowd i assume yeah i need to hang out with more doctors or something doctors or rich people you think well, all doctors elite. are that horny i don't know man i've seen some hot doctors yeah i should ask them what they're up to <laughs> yeah what their holiday plans <laughs> nicole are nicole kidman even mentions that in their fight what'd she say she something about like Oh, well, everybody wants to fuck you, don't they? The hot doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, After he talks to the two girls at the party and she's like... And it checks out the whole movie. Everyone wants to fuck him. Yeah. Like the bellhop and the weird uh, like morning lady, the morning daughter. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's just trying to fuck him. Also, her husband walks in and looks exactly like Tom Cruise. I don't remember Which that. I think was on purpose. I think I was strumming along at that point. I was too busy focusing <laughs> yeah, the on the same it's same hair the math CDE professor like transfer, yeah. yeah, the same exact haircut as Tom Cruise in right, like right. the same frame. So anyway, so the whole movie hinges on this one moment where she smokes a a half a joint and loses her mind. <laughs> loses her goddamn mind. <laughs> this was filmed in like the 90s too. Yeah. I guess Stanley Cooper didn't have a clear understanding of the powers of marijuana. 
but I don't know what was in that thing. That so it like it like ruins their marriage. The, so the this joint. is this is based on <laughs> this is based on a story from like the twenties or some yes, shit yeah. that uh, Kubrick had bought the rights to like decades earlier and always like hoped so he did to some homework. Story. Well, it's I read about this German, while I was right? watching it because I was like, this is fucking nuts. How is this possible? <laughs> is it a German story? German story? I think so. Yeah, it's like a short story. Yeah. Um, Fidelio. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's the name of it. <laughs> I wish. Um, uh, it's all my passwords, by the way. If you want to get into any and of your my wife, accounts. Like, your wife grimaces every time she gets one on your <laughs> yeah. computer. Yep. But, but the, the, the smoke in the joint and losing her mind thing is, is on par to me with like the lack of the lack of like realism of everything that's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Everything's like hyper, uh, like emotive and ex- like extreme. Like every line in the the Hardy Party is like is told as if it's Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Right. It's the same kind of cadence. Like you're a madman, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like when he sees his friend playing piano, he's like, "Hey, man, how are you?" Like, I've never. <laughs> I don't know anyone in my life who I would react to in that way. The great uh, Tom Cruise like backslap too. Yes. He's, he's, yeah. I love when he does it. Peak Cruise. And there's yeah. the there's the Tom Cruise like. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. How are you, man? Yeah, yeah. the the laugh that goes on for too long, <laughs> yeah. and it's sort of any, and it's like this like resting maniacal look where he's like, "How you doing?" Yeah, real scary. <laughs> Just frozen there. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, bro. <laughs> Great to see you. Yeah, this guy's on speed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they smoke a joint. Also, that scene is very, very hot. They both they're both basically naked. Right. Yeah. Um. They're like leaned. It's it's shot as if it's a painting or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, like he's leaning on her on the bed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like visually, like, that's that you know Kubrick's thing is like sure. everything is just like meticulously crafted visually. But I thought that like even the visuals were a little cheap in this compared to like his previous films that I've seen. Like, mm. like I just thought it was so ridiculous that I could see the repetition of the background over and over again, unless that was intentional. And it's supposed I to think be it's like, gotta be on purpose because he's not like, he's not a sloppy guy. Yeah. yeah. And he spent a year on it and yeah. he like, everything's intentional in right, all right. of his movies. <clears throat> yeah. There's like a, th- apparently during the shining there's, there's like, I think this was in the shining documentary to, is it? called 238 mm-hmm. yeah yeah um but they they said that he would like he would stop a sh- like a sequence like stop the shooting and walk in and like turn one of the cans in the pantry like mm. like a, mm. an inch and well, be like okay because of the american indian conspiracy <laughs> right, right. thing yeah. but but there's like his his like meticulousness was yeah so intense yeah that it felt like if it was like I couldn't wrap my head around him making a movie that kind of looked like it was cutting corners, I I didn't feel that way. I think it's your TV. I didn't yeah, I didn't I'd have go, the impression to your TV as well. Yeah, look great on my iPad. Yeah, same on my laptop. <laughs> yeah, I watched this on my iPhone and it was incredible. <laughs> yeah, the coloring was brilliant and like every shot was like framed beautifully and I don't know. Yeah, I mean I I agree with all that. Like yeah, and and isn't he? He's famous for like really long tracking shots of things happening. Yeah, yeah. And I noticed that. Like there's sort of like the smooth, like swooping well, shots. Well, the party like, scenes too. Yeah, like your, it, it feels like he wants you to be a, the viewer. Like the camera yeah. is always level with all the other characters. Yes, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like you're at the party. You're going through the orgy scene. You're, you right. know, you're. You are complicit. I was going through the you were, yeah. Oh, uh, important question. Did you guys watch the American release or the international release? No idea. I downloaded it off iTunes. Uh, so. Whatever Amazon so fed you, me. You probably watched the American release unless it was explicitly like the director's cut mm. or international release because they uh, added using CGI. They added bodies to obscure some of the sex acts. Oh, right. Yes. Because they wanted an R rating. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched the international release. How was that? I experienced international release while I was. Uh, uh, it, it was fine. It was like, yeah. 
I, I think I told you this right after I watched it. I was like, man, he, Stanley Kubrick figured out how to make porn boring. I was like, <laughs> fuck. Like, <laughs> so a couple things on that. So uh, let's just go through the plot a little bit more for uh, the listeners at home. So they're at this, they're in this bedroom. She smokes half a joint and then she basically like and, uh, picks a fight with him because these hot models were like sort of trying to fuck him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. he's Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and he has that haircut. And also, this party is just like, what is happening at this party? Everyone's trying to fuck. It seems like it was a chill, like, mulled wine holiday party, right. but I guess not. Yeah. Um, and then, which is a little weird because she is dancing with this guy, this Hungarian guy, is yeah. also trying to sleep with her. Wicked so, horny. Wicked horny. Everyone's <laughs> trying to like get unre- some. unrelenting. With yeah. Her. Like, kissing her hand. Yeah. So, like his move, guy. pretty interesting move. His move is walks up to her, drinks her entire drink <laughs> in one gulp. <laughs> And then kisses her hand. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try that. Real charmer. Yeah, like a whole beer. I'm like, hey. I feel like I'm from New Jersey. I feel like it would be exhausting to be around everyone who's so horny. Like, I think I, I, would, go, I would go hide in a bathroom stall and like have a cigarette. <laughs> just to, like, just be like, okay, fuck. It's all right. Oh, yeah. Everybody's just coming at me with all this sexual energy. Yeah. Like the models tell Tom Cruise they're going to see. Where the rainbow ends? Mm-hmm. Is that code for anal? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you guys thought? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it might be. Are you a film critic? <laughs> I'm just, just trying to AO Scott this thing, you know? Did you Google it? No, I didn't, but we should look it up. Yeah, I'm going to look it up on Urban it's, Dictionary. It's right not, <laughs> yeah, well, it's anal. <laughs> That's where the leprechauns are, right? Yeah. But yeah. What, is it, what is that supposed to mean? How did you guys <laughs> interpret that? I, I was like, oh, this is just more like pretentious <laughs> nonsense. Uh, yeah. Are <laughs> you trying to crack the code on this movie? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's weird. Like they both had this weird, like sort of sexual flirtatious fling at this holiday party. And then it's the next night, correct? Because this movie is only two days. Yeah. Which is wild. Right. Because time doesn't really make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Right. So imagine imagine what happens. Imagine you go to a holiday party with your wife on Sunday. The next night, you guys are kind of hanging out. She smokes a joint. She sort of picks a fight. And then you go on a wild adventure to get revenge sex. And yeah. then it almost ruins your marriage. And then by Wednesday, everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it, a hell it, of a week. Is it only... Yeah, because he goes and gets. Is it, it's at the so so the the way he okay so there's the holiday party thing that he's at in the first thing where yeah. the two ladies are hitting on him. Yeah. Nicole Kidman gets hit on by the guy who drinks her drink. Is that where his friend tells him about the party? No, he no, tells because it's the next night. Yes, he goes he to the, goes jazz, to the club. jazz club. Yes, and so he he finds out about the party and goes to it the same night. Right, because then he goes to the costume store mm-hmm. the same night that his wife has a meltdown. Because he's got a costume the, store like of that Mary Jane. Yes, <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Like in New York, there's always a way to find something, right? Like everything's open in some way, and if you pay enough money, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, you're right. <clears throat> and and they sort of explain it where he like he was like a physician to the guy who owned the costume yeah, store yeah, yeah. before, right? so I don't know. goofy it's a little goofy. So goofy well they're at the party you're not mentioning the woman who's overdosing oh yeah as well that's the first like super horny moment yeah that's the first moment that a horny moment for you guys this what lady's passed out she ods with her boobies hanging out well, she's bo- <laughs> yeah, yeah she's- i mean she's naked but it's not like that erotic of a scene is that's it? the first scene that every 13 year old who rented this in 1999 <laughs> fast forwarded to <laughs> right i mean <laughs> She's unconscious. Yeah, I understand that. She's <laughs> acting. All right. I, 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 I know. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to me, it was when they were like having sex. That was the more rock. Right. The, rock with rock. the army guy or? No, when, um, you know, like the orgy scene. Yeah. Okay. With the masks. On. Right. I appreciate your, um, your sense of, you know, decorum. When someone's passed I mean, out and, and needing medical attention from Tom Cruise in a bathroom. Yeah, I'm not, not going to crank it to like a girl who just did a, a speedball. I know. I had a similar reaction when I saw Basic Instinct. 
My friend was like, yo, check this out. And I was like, this is a police interrogation. <laughs> what is wrong with you? This is a crime. <laughs> yeah. Focus. <laughs> um, so, so, so basically she tells Tom Cruise who he, I'm not sure. I don't think he smokes this Mary Jane. That I she don't think has, he does. Right. Yeah. Mm, no, he does. He does. Oh, he does? He, it, they didn't. I think they didn't put it on camera because he smokes really weird. Um, whenever he smokes something, he just doesn't know how to do it. Weird. Um, this is one weakness. Yeah. Look, I think I heard like a fizzle. Yeah. When she hands it to him, he does that thing where he, he makes like a, a thing with his hand <laughs> and he sticks the joint like in between his fingers and goes. Well, you can see it a little bit. He like grabs it really strange. He grabs it in a way that no one would ever grab a joint right, from right, someone right, else. Right. He like he holds it in the crook of his elbow. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, this is how I. Speak. But it, like, it doesn't rip his mind apart for some reason. So, do you think that the whole movie is Stanley Kubrick's idea of somebody having like a pot hallucination? <laughs> Things no. got weird here for a minute. Yeah. After. Whoa. So here's the thing. I smoked a joint. Yeah. Uh, so his wife picks a fight about who wants to fuck who and how, and then she reveals this like fantasy she had with a sailor uh, a year before. Yeah, and tries to derail her marriage just being super stoned. Yes, and then he tries, and Tom Cruise is now all worked up. He's all angry about mm-hmm. it, having flashbacks to this like imaginary naval officer banging his wife. Yeah, and just looks for uh, revenge sex essentially. Right. And that's basically the whole movie. Pretty much. Yeah. But yes. they're in an unhappy marriage already. But that's, you know? that wasn't obvious to me, though. Oh, really? Because they're kind of like banging a lot. Doesn't they're sort of like pretty like, flirtatious. It, are, are they supposed to be in an unhappy marriage or are they supposed to both be like kind of stifled by their lifestyle? Yeah, they're both like deeply dissatisfied by the... Like they have everything you could ever want, right? right. They, the, they are from the outside... They should be totally happy, but they are both, Tom Cruise and Nicole. Exactly, <laughs> the two biggest stars at the moment. The two most fuckable people, yeah, in 1999, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but they're deeply dead. Da- right. They're deeply dissatisfied, which I think is what Kubrick is trying to get across. Yes, you know? he, that's the like mission statement of the movie in some ways. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, also, a time when you can cross the street and be propositioned by a hot girl who turns out to be a, a prostitute. Yeah, in the village. Is that uh, that's never happened to me. I I don't. I was in New York in 1999, like just visiting, but um, <laughs> it wasn't like that. The streets weren't <laughs> the streets weren't wet all the time. Yeah, and yeah. People didn't. Yeah, it was a rainy couple days. It was only two days. It was only two days. So <laughs> yeah, had some rough weather. Yeah, that was crazy back in 1999. <laughs> I came to New York. I bought some ska CDs, and then I met a girl on the street. We smoked a joint. <laughs> And then we went back to her place. <laughs> she was wearing a druid robe and a weird mask. That's pretty Standing good. against a wall. Pretty good. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's strange that he thinks like these two models approach him at this holiday party. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to pay for sex. Yeah. No. Uh, Seemed like it was a pretty easy thing to sort of wait waited another hours walk around go somewhere else where there's other people keep crossing streets yeah keep crossing streets yeah. go yeah. to a different party just zip 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 back and forth <laughs> anybody hey anybody, anybody here at the costume anybody. store i'm gonna head across the street to the jazz club see what's going on over there i'll see you at five <laughs> gonna sit this diner for a minute um this is neither here nor there but did you guys have you guys seen um the the weird layout of um, Tom Cruise's teeth. No, you never seen this like the layout. The layout of his teeth <laughs> in his mouth. No, um, so you're never going to be able to unsee this. Okay, Tom Cruise's top row of teeth are uh-huh. offset in a way that he has. You know how you have two teeth, two two teeth up front yep. with like the line the down the middle. The division between those teeth is like roughly centered. <laughs> yep. His teeth are offset in a way that he has a middle tooth. I'm going to look this up right now. You should. It's it's documented 
exhaustively online. But mm. when now that I've seen that, when I I remember, um, I couldn't stop zeroing in on it in the scene where he's in the prostitute's apartment and he's like sitting there and they're sort of like doing their little back and forth of like, oh, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like seeing yeah, that accurate. middle tooth. That's accurate. It could be because my TV has incredible clarity. Yeah. I think this yeah. is another TV problem. <laughs> another TV problem here. That's accurate. Yeah. Tom they Cruise. Look fake though. His front two teeth look fake. I mean, if, if you, if you're going to go through the trouble of getting fake teeth, Whack them all out and move yeah. them all back to the center. You know? He's a handsome man, huh? Yeah. Did you ever listen to that uh, um, or read that Sarah Vowell story about Tom Cruise's angular face? No. And like trying to wrap her head around the geometry of it? No. It's really good. It's funny. Really Tom Cruise. Do you too. like Tom Cruise generally? Like, Where <clears throat> do you stand on Tom Cruise? Yeah, I like him. Okay. Like I, I, I like Mission Impossible movies. Mm-hmm. I go see those. Um, I you like I, action Tom or cause this is, this is, this moment was, uh, Tom Cruise trying to get an Oscar, you know, like yeah. I'm going to do an art yeah. movie with Stanley yeah. Kubrick and see if I can win an. I'm going to spend a year on this For movie. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Was he nominated? I don't think he was nominated. Yeah. He wasn't that good in it. Honestly, he's Nicole fine. Kidman was really good. I thought, yeah. I thought she was better than him for sure. Yeah, for sure. But there's the, the scene where like he comes back and she tells him her dream. That was very bizarre. She's kind of like cry laughing the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Really strange. It just, like nothing rings true. It's like what is happening right now? You had a dream that was like two hours long. Yeah. I don't get it. I, um, <clears throat> I like him. I, I like Tom Cruise. Um, I'll, 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 you know, I'll give him a day in court every, every time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause he stopped, he stopped doing this kind of movie. Yeah. You know, like he did the, uh, the Cameron Crowe movie you know, where he messes, messes up his face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I feel like is I, similar to that. In but. my mind, vanilla sky and this movie are like interchangeable. Really? This is the, isn't vanilla sequel, sky also this, like this weirdly sexy and like, I remember seeing that in the um, theater and being confused. It's pretty weird movie. And not liking it very much. The Spanish version. I we, think should, the Spanish we should review version. that. We should review Vanilla Sky. I've been in the same room with Tom Cruise. Wow. That's cool. I did, went did to. Did he say what's up? I went to. No. He's like, what's up, tall guy? <laughs> I went to. A, <laughs> he's short. <laughs> he's yeah. very short. Yeah. yeah. I went to a premiere. I went to the premiere of. Um, what's the one where he like. He plays the guy who's trying to assassinate Hitler. Oh, Yeah. I don't remember. No idea. Um, it, I went to see the premiere of that and it, God, what the hell is it called? It's a one word thing. Anyway, um, he plays the guy who's trying to assassinate Hitler with the bomb in the theater, in the movie theater. Uh-huh. Um, and it was so like at the time United artists had like gone under or something. Yeah. And he, he saved United Artists. Like, I think he invested a ton of money into it or something. Mm-hmm. And then this was the first movie put out under the United Artists banner. So it was like this huge Hollywood circle jerk that like Tom Cruise is reviving United Artists, this like legendary move, you know, filmmaking brand. And, uh, I got to go to the premiere of it in New York and I sat next to, uh, Padma Lakshmi. Oh yeah. And her elbow touched mine. She is stunning. Pretty erotic. <laughs> <laughs> we sat down and I turned my head toward her. She was wearing a druid robe and a weird mask. Um, and uh, afterward, they had an after party at the Time Warner Center. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, big open bar kind of thing. And uh, I've definitely mentioned this in the previous podcast, but it, I was in a room full of celebrities. Yeah. And it was sort of like... Tom Cruise and uh, Katie Holmes were uh, the Holmes. They were, they were like the bells of the ball. Yeah. And so everybody came in and partied for like an hour, free drinks and everybody's hanging out. And then they were like announced and Uh walked out and everybody sort of crowded around while Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes walked out. Um, She was way taller than him. Hmm. um, And they did not interact with anyone at the party. Like they came out and you weren't even allowed to approach them. They came out, hung out and then like walked back out the door and they were gone. That's wild. Uh, and Richard Belzer cut me off at the bar to get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Richard Belzer. Yeah. He was like, get the fuck out of my way. He, he didn't say that, but he was just like, like, yeah, yeah. Just, it's like, whatever. You're not a Belzer. Get out of here. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure he has a very super strange, insulated life being a Scientologist. You know, yeah. like he can't be a normal person at all. Yeah, but we're we're just talking about um, Cedric from uh, at the drive-in. Yeah. before we started recording, have you seen the like crazy Scientology stuff that's going on with him? No, no, I didn't know. Um, so he married a woman who dated Danny Masterson. Mm-hmm. who's the guy from that 70s That's show, yeah. who is like deeply involved with Scientology and has been accused by like five or six women of, of rape. Okay. And uh, a, it's like this thing where apparently Scientology is trying to shut it down. So he got kicked off his Netflix show and everything, but he's never been prosecuted. Okay. And uh, so Cedric from At the Drive-In posted this thing the other day that his second dog has been murdered uh, because- Whoa people are like coming to his house and harassing him and his wife all the time. And they've started throwing balls of ground beef over his fence with rat poison in them. Holy shit. And and so he's had to put two dogs down like in the last, you know, month or something. And he posted pictures of like the wads of ground beef that these people are throwing over the fence. And like, there's like visible, like blocks of rat poison. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. It's wild. Can you imagine being like, well, there's two things I can't imagine there. Somebody hurting my dog, everybody's dead. If somebody hurts my dog, you're all fucked. Yeah. Because I'm going fucking, there's going to be like a Rambo suiting up sequence and everybody's dead. Yeah. But also like, can you imagine like existing in a tier of society where like you are the lead singer of At The Drive-In and your wife is being hunted by a guy from that 70s show because <laughs> like, because there's like a conspiratorial thing. Yes. What a fucking wacko existence yeah. that is. He should uh he should find someone else to date. Should, uh, <laughs> That'd be a deal breaker for you. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Look, babe, I love you, but um, <laughs> it's getting you're too re- tough. You're really fucking up my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would we're do running it for me. out of dogs. Yeah. Um. Sorry, that was an aside. Uh, back to um, eyes wide shut. Yeah. No, thinking about like um New York at that time, the '90s, and it was supposed to be like a little grittier and harsher, right? Like there's only. For example, Were you here in the in the nineties in ninety no. nine? No, I was not. Okay. It was like, it wasn't did you that, come here? Because I didn't like, come to New York until I came to like to go to the MoMA once in college and like see Bright Eyes a couple times. Okay, so you'd like been I, I've in, been on in the, the streets city. of New York and like walking sure, around, sure, but I didn't have a sense of like this is dangerous or anything. Wasn't know? it like wasn't late nineties New York like that was like peak Giuliani, was Giuliani in New York. Yeah, like yeah, cleaning, yeah. Fucking, cleaning it up. Yeah. Yeah. So I now work near Port Authority, mm-hmm. uh, which is a very disgusting, hellish bus terminal. Yeah. Uh, in the center of New York City. In you Midtown. could probably find a prostitute over there, but absolutely definitely not the charming kind that no that tom cruise found no not at all not one who has like a cute apartment and has like a nice <laughs> outfit um no offense to sex workers at yeah all. yeah um but uh so yeah i now work in this area that's like pretty uh strange has a lot of uh interesting characters and it's kind of creepy late at night i'm not there very often late at night sure yeah uh, unless i'm like working late but i had to go to the office late on a sunday recently at eight o'clock and then, so on my way there, you know, it's mostly tourists on like a Sunday in, in uh, Times Square. And I'm getting off the train and there's a very small woman, I can't tell if she speaks English or not, carrying a very large rolling suitcase. It's like almost bigger than her. Right. And I see her at the bottom of the stairs, like she's looking at the stairs, looking at the suitcase, you know, and I was like, oh, do you need help? <laughs> and so I helped this woman with this very large suitcase, carried uh-huh. up the stairs for her. She thanks me. Did she help you or did no you big do, deal? No, did I just, just did it myself. Just yeah. did it myself. You, know? you just powered it. No up. questions asked. <laughs> right, right, right. And so, uh, and then I'm walking through, walking down um, underground, and then through the turnstile, and then I see a woman trying to get through, but I could tell she just found a, a, a card and like there was no money on it, and she was trying to find a way to get yeah. through. And she asked me for a swipe, so I swipe her in. No big deal. No big deal. You know. Yeah. There's a lot of karma coming mm-hmm. my way, you think? Yeah, yeah. And I think, I'm not going to tell anyone about this. I don't want to like ruin the karma. I'm not going to brag about what a nice guy I am right now. Uh-huh. So I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah. On the way home, uh, it's now like 11-ish, 11.30 in Times Square. And it's just a much weirder scene now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm on the train. Everybody. I'm on the train. I get on the train. And it, you know, you know when it, like a a train at night feels a little tense? Yeah. It just has like yeah. a, a little tension to yeah, yeah, yeah. it for like a reason you can't quite put your finger on. Uh-huh. That that was the feeling in the in the car. Uh-huh. So I go sit down next to this guy and he kind of has like a big coat and like a bag and all this stuff. And I guess I sat too close to him. He kind of starts cursing at me. But I'm reading. I have like a physical newspaper with me. I'm reading the paper, pretending I don't hear it. Right. And he's kind of cursing at me that I'm too close to him. Uh, and sort of like gets up and moves like in a, a seat next to us. So he has more space for his whatever stuff. And so he kind of is still muttering to himself. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get up and move away from this guy. Okay. So I take my paper and I, I'm standing up reading the paper. And uh, I just do sort of a scan to look around the car because you know it's still feeling tense and those guys sort of like cursing at me now under his breath and i'm like just sort of scanning the car to see what else is happening if there's any other action and i look to my rights and there's a guy looking dead at me eye eye contact looking right at me giving me the finger and i'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> this this guy is like what the fuck this is the coat guy or a different guy different guy oh shit sitting down casually just staring at me giving me the finger and I was like, okay. And I kind of laughed because it was like a little, pretty humorous, you know? Someone just yeah, like yeah. really wants to give me the finger. <laughs> and so like I'm, I go back to reading my paper and I hear him, don't you fucking look at me. I'm like, I, okay. <laughs> this is now escalating. Um, so the, the next stop comes. Were you like, I, I was looking at something right behind you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, was just, I, was, yeah. I was just scanning to I, see if anyone's going to kill me. I thought uh, I saw my friend. I'm was, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's not you. There's an ad <laughs> that I like behind you over your head. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, and then he, he thankfully he, the the next uh, stop comes and he gets off and and the other guy gets off and like the the mood changes and, and like, then they high fived each other and- <laughs> yeah like got that guy <laughs> scared that dude scared old four eyes over there uh, but yeah things things eventually calm down but there was a woman sitting across from me uh, like a young young girl uh, who looked fairly like you know put together but she kept asking Siri if anyone loved her other than her parents no Dude. other than god does anyone love me other than god i it's, think it's a good question i think <laughs> i think you might have been in eyes Wide yeah Shut. yes <laughs> yes i think i was too it was it was not sexy at all though but yeah damn yeah it was you a kinda, tense you tense you train like ride. tom cruise and uh eyes Wide yeah I get, I get that a lot actually. yeah yeah <laughs> i get that a lot um but yeah, so basically, he uh, he tries to unravel his marriage, not really successfully. Uh-huh. Doesn't sleep with anybody. The prostitute he goes back to sleep with ends up getting HIV. HIV, yeah, yeah, bummer. In yeah. like the twelve hours that uh, he didn't see her, right. she got the test back. Yeah, yeah, she got mm-hmm. the blood test back. Close call. He's like, missed, got so lucky I, there. I yeah. I found that confusing because I thought like. Um, so that because he goes back after the party, right? Yes. And so the party is the crazy like he goes to this crazy party that his musician friend tells him about that. It's just like this crazy fuck fest full of rich people wearing masks. Also in that scene. So there's the opening scene. There's like a, a ring of women that are like kneeling down. Mm-hmm. They're all wearing cloaks. Yeah. This guy taps a staff in the center of the ring. Yeah. Right, that's what yeah. happens. Right, yeah. taps, yeah, yeah, taps yeah. the staff, uh-huh. uh, and they all g- get up and disrobe. Yep. Did you notice that they all have the exact same body type? Mm-hmm. I found that was kind of strange. I didn't. They're all tall, thin, yep. white women with large breasts. Well, every, every. Where the hell are you going to find all them in Hollywood? I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, casting must have been a nightmare. Brutal, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> yeah. Well, every every woman in the. In the movie, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. In that has scene. the same exact body, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of strange. Almost exactly the same too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was in the nineties, right? Yeah, I know. But you know, so, you'd think there's so many guys there. You want some variety, right? Little salad bar, you know. <laughs> I would if it's going to be an orgy. Well, you it's want kind some, of like basic, you know. Yeah, like I would, it's exactly. Uh, it's expected. Right? Yeah, that, that that they would. That's what they would want. This yeah. story is know, definitely told from the male gaze. Sure, sure, sure. The but even the male gaze has like some gaze. variety, you know. Yeah, I don't know. So the guy taps his staff, <laughs> <laughs> and then he removes his hood, 
And he says, We're going to go down there and have a donkey barbecue, <laughs> and I'm going to furnish the ass. <laughs> what the hell is that? Dr. Phil, no? That's Dr. Phil. You love Dr. Phil. You're yeah, a big Dr. Phil kid. I'm going right? through like a real heavy Dr. Phil <laughs> What's uh, that about? phase right now. Want to explore that a little bit? The donkey party? No. <laughs> <laughs> Your love with, of Dr. Phil. All right. So it started, I watch YouTube all the time. Yeah. Um, cause I'm a millennial. Yeah. We don't, we don't watch, you know, we don't watch like normal TV. Right. Cut the um, cord. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I got really, I go through these like phases of obsession on YouTube and my, the, the one before Dr. Phil was Gordon Ramsay because they, so Gordon Ramsay has a TV show. Dr. Phil has a TV show. Right. Yeah. And so what they do is they take their TV shows and they just cut out like the three minutes that you would actually want to see. It's like sports center. Exactly. Yeah. So instead of watching like a whole episode of Gordon Ramsay trying to save someone's restaurant, I just watched the two minutes where he tells someone that their food is dog shit. And like, <laughs> I'd watch that. And it's so funny just watching people get crushed over and over again. So I, I went it's through kind of twisted. I know I went through a really intense Gordon Ramsay phase and then somehow the algorithm started bringing in Dr. Phil. Yeah. And I can't watch a whole Dr. Phil episode. No way. But I can watch three minutes of Dr. Phil where someone is drinking hand sanitizer and passing out on the stage. Like, <laughs> so I've been going through these like, it's like a greatest hits mixtape of Dr. Phil constantly on YouTube. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a real like trash fire of humanity. Huh? It's unbelievable. It's just this endless parade of freaks. I didn't think Dr. Phil was that much of a freak show. I thought it was, he was more of like a self-help guy. Hardcore freak show. I thought that like, yeah, it turned the, into that. I think early on it wasn't. It yeah. was like closer to Oprah. It was, it was more like a respectable yeah. Yeah, yeah. talk show to help fairly normal people. And right. then I think Springer went off the air and Phil yeah. was like... I got the ticket. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely Jerry Springer level. Like, does the, Oprah still support Dr. Phil in his like weird crusade to eat people eating Purell or whatever? I'll bet that she's she's dipping her beak in that. I bet she's. I getting, bet she's an executive producer I'm or sure. something. I'm yeah, sure. it's true. Yeah, um, she's just like keep them checks coming. Baby, yeah, baby he Phil. looks like a robot. Yeah. He he's just like Can you imagine seeing him in person? No. I'm, I can't I can't <laughs> just be like, whoa. <laughs> Something weird just happened. I saw yeah. Dr. Phil. Holy shit. Are you making eye contact with me, Dr. <laughs> Phil? Like what what is your head doing? Like he he, he has this like way His of head's like probably massive too. I bet it is. He he like never turns fully toward anybody that's yeah. something I've started to notice like through the repetition. So he like he like turns his eyes. So if he were talking, he'd be like, now, Dan, why don't you tell me what, what exactly? Like he's always trying yeah, to like, uh, he's being watched and trying to indicate <laughs> there's someone, something weird in the room. Yeah, it's so fucking strange. Yeah. Um, but he has, uh, he has these Dr. <laughs> Phil isms, uh, that, you know, cause he's like, he, he's sort of like, um, he thinks of himself as sort of like a, a quaint country lawyer, you know? Hmm. <laughs> That's how he reads to me, yeah. Yeah. So I, th I think even I, though he's worth like a billion dollars and lives in, you know, the Hollywood Hills, he's he's like I, think I, I didn't just fall off the turnip <laughs> truck yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd pay five bucks to see Dr. Phil naked. <laughs> right? Wow. Okay. No? <laughs> <laughs> No, like I'd just be curious what's happening there. What's going on under that weird suit? I'll bet he's I bet he's fucking, pretty fit. Uh, yeah. I'll bet he's like I'll bet he's like I'll bet he's like a fucking Vladimir Putin yeah. tough guy under there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. Just like sort of like a fucking side of beef. <laughs> like like what are you like what are you rocking under there, Phil? And he fucking takes his shirt off and he's like, punch me. <laughs> I wanna know if like what's happening to his face ends like at his neck though. You, know? you wanna know if he's like if he's like matte flesh tone exactly. all the way down. <laughs> like a doll. No, he just gets sprayed like full body. <laughs> yeah. Like the way people get spray tan, he gets, he just gets sprayed like, like he's going through the airport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I love Dr. Phil. Um, I highly recommend. I watched this guy the other day. He was like, he was saying that he doesn't think he has much of a drinking problem. <laughs> And they showed him, they showed him at his house and he had, he had a fifth of vodka, like before they got there at like 10 AM. Yeah. And at one point he fell 
and hit his head on a doorway and broke some blood vessel in his face. <laughs> oh my God. So his whole face swelled up and turned like deep purple. Yeah. Like, like his face was like a plum and his eyes were swollen shut. And he was like, that was just a freak occurrence. I don't think I- <laughs> so like, so that guy has cameras in his home. Yeah. That I'm assuming Dr. Phil put there. Yeah. And he's like, keep it together. Right. It's like, oh, I'm I'm going to pretend like I'm not drinking and I'm like fall down drunk. Yeah. If you were like a falling down drunk and Dr. Phil was like, hey, I'm going to have a donkey party at your house. Wouldn't you go buy like, I'm going to go buy a fucking copy of the New Yorker and some seltzer and I'm going to sit there. I'm going to fucking clean the place out and I'm going to be like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Exactly. Just fucking shovel all the hand sanitizer into the closet. So nobody. Uh, yeah, try to keep it together. I bet they just like tap his house. I hope they do it illegally. It's like someone breaks into this guy's house. Yeah. <laughs> it's filming him, filming him for like six months. Oh, I saw this one the other day. And this is the last one I'm going to mention. I saw this one where this woman believed that her ex-boyfriend who she dated like 15 years ago was communicating with her through the radio. Okay. And was like sending her messages. It's just mentally ill people. Yes. And she was <laughs> like, depressing. she was seeing him like in her periphery and would like, she was like, well, it's pretty obvious that he's sending me messages because I was driving down the road and Tracy Chapman's fast car came on. So I chased the fast car on the road <laughs> for 15 miles Holy and out of the corner moly. of my eye, I saw him standing on a hillside. But then by the time I got up there, he was gone. Yeah. So they found this guy. He hasn't talked to her in years. And like they, they, Dr. Phil hired his team of private investigators to find the guy. And he came out and he was like, I don't know what is going on here. (laughs) And she tried to hug him and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. (laughs) And she was like, are you really going to tell me that when we were in Cuba together, you didn't get your palm read by a psychic who told you that you were dying? And he was like, I have never <laughs> been to Cuba in my oh life. My God. I don't know what I'm doing here. Holy moly. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good it's TV. So good. It's pretty good TV. And you get you get that in two and a half minutes. And then you go on with your life. <laughs> True. That's why I'm yeah. so into it. It's yeah, yeah. just you know, it's like a little key bump. You know, it's just a quick <laughs> just a quick hit of fucking crazy. Maybe that's what I'll do at work while I do my lunch. <laughs> Watching Dr. Phil greatest hits. And Just then to Dr. Phil, the old palate. Dr. Phil's like there with his beige head being like, so you, th- you heard Tracy Chapman's fast car. Really? And like people like crying in the audience. Well, they, the, they always like pan to the audience. Dr. Phil. I would love to go to a Dr. Phil taping. I'm sure it's in Hollywood though. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, they just show all the people in the audience and they're just all like, what? <laughs> what? This is crazy. So, what? so Dan, Dan just moved to California. That's what you should do. You should go to live tapings of shows. Yeah. That's what yeah. I would do full time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, we're not, a, there's a uh, Ellen. Yeah. Go there you Ellen. go. Yeah. Go to Kimmel. When I was living in yeah. San Francisco, uh, the Price is Right was coming to town. Mm. Like to a casino fun. nearby. And I was so psyched to go. Because I watched that show a ton growing up. Yeah. You guys fans at all? Of course. Like yeah. the Bob Barker you, era. Yeah, I, I used to watch yeah. it when... when Spanier, cats and dogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. I had to stay at my grandparents' house all the time. Exactly. On weekdays. And I was at my grandmother's, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was the only good thing on when you were sick. That you like, I sick, love Lucy. Yeah, you took a sick day uh, from school. Yeah. And, uh, and days of our lives. Right days and so uh <laughs> and so i wanted to go i bought four tickets assuming I, i'd have enough friends that were interested nobody wanted to go and i just burned like what? 200 bucks <laughs> they charged you yeah it cost you, Did you go by yourself i didn't go nobody wanted to go oh, yeah wow. it's weird to go by myself hey <laughs> frank alone no one cool. back yeah seriously damn yep you should have like just uh, got some random weirdos off Craigslist or so, Craigslist. I should have just picked up people from the Tenderloin and like, look, we're we're going for a ride, <laughs> going for a long. Hey, drive. you guys doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> you guys like the prices, right? Hey, you guys free tonight? <laughs> you have anywhere to be? Um, yeah. So <laughs> eyes wide shut. Um, <clears throat> so the ending. What do you think of the end? It's just nonsense. It just spirals out of control. Uh, he can't find, find a way to get laid. And then she sort of catches him with his mask. And she, he tells her what happened. And she cries hysterically. Like, what? Like, it was like, oh, 
Okay, so Eric, both of you guys, if you yep. told your wife that you went to a party, like an orgy party, but you sort of got shamed and uh, had to leave and nothing happened, would your wife be pissed at you? I think I'd have to explain a little bit further. I'm just trying to imagine being like, hey, I was at an orgy party. She'd be like, hey, Eric, why the long face? I'd be like, I went, I don't want to talk about it. I went to an orgy party and everybody was mean to me. They wouldn't let me be one of the guys. Yeah. If people don't like you for being yourself, fuck them. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, what I was thinking about more like at the end, you like, know, there's what's this the big deal, this fucking, you know, chaos in yeah. the marriage. Right. Yeah. And they go to the fucking toy store to get the shit for the kid. And then they're like, should we get divorced? And I'm like, you just got too high. <laughs> like, why are you guys getting divorced? Everything's fine. Just some therapy. Nothing happened. Right. So just but, stop smoking weed. But but stop thinking about it in in your own frame of reference and think about it like in their frame of reference fine. where he's gone to a, a sex party where he got someone killed and <laughs> and she has like Fair she's enough. ready to throw her marriage out the window for a guy who hit on her like for, years ago for a sick dream she keeps having yeah and then and then they're like should we get divorced and she's like no but we should go fuck yeah and you i was like what <laughs> no. that that, that, that. That's it. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Well, it just gets back to the point of like, they don't really care about their lives. Right. I just thought it was like the going back to complacency. It was the perfect. Well, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's sort of like, yeah. yeah, we're going to reject anything that might shock us out of this, like, uh, <laughs> unsatisfying existence we have. But I also thought it was like the perfect ending in Kubrick's like, tone deaf understanding of like human emotion and what it's like to be high and like, any of these things. You know what I mean? Like I, when she said that, I was like, what did that's the end? Yeah. We should just go fuck. What, what was her, her exact line? Do you remember? It? No idea. She, it was something about like, we need to get I think out I picked up again. the guitar again at that point. I was like, <laughs> lady. <laughs> well, it's interesting because. Oh, oh it's over. Damn. <laughs> Kubrick's other movies never really deal with like emotional substance. Right. You know, Full Metal Jacket is a war movie. It's about like male violence. Right. Uh, Clockwork Orange again. Uh, 2001. 2001. Well, they, they are emotional, but they're not dealing with like sort of delicate, not male, relation, female, not internal. relationship. Yeah, 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 you know, not like you know. This was really different for him, and it. I think you're right. It's it, it, just what you're saying is it's he's having a lot of trouble trying to work with those themes, right? And but make is that feel, intentional? Do you think? I I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. So there is there is a debate, and he picks Tom Cruise, who's like. A weird, like, also is weird in relationships. Was it's he at just, the time? Yeah, he was a big Scientologist then. Yeah, but like, but no, what, I, what, but like his movie characters are too. Yeah, like Jerry Maguire, that guy's super weird. You know? Yeah, but wasn't like at the time wasn't like uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? They were like a sort of big Hollywood love story. Yeah, they met because of this movie. No, they met um, on. I thought uh, they were breaking up. Oh, of Days of Thunder. No, they yeah, met the on that no that Irish thing. one. What was that? Uh, what was that Irish movie? Oh, I think you're you know right. What I'm talking about yeah, yeah I think you're they right. They met on the set of that, and it was like this this like Hollywood romance thing. So at the time, like I feel like it was it was like a sort of practical choice to to like if you're going to talk about a couple and their dynamics it's like have this pe- have these this these two people who are a couple right. that everyone knows and understands right. and they're like the hottest couple going yeah. right now right um, and you'll add a layer to it right yeah. what the fuck was that movie but called but then they they uh did they break up after this movie like did I this movie so. ruin their I think so yeah because too? he hooked up with Penelope Cruz after Vanilla Sky right oh is that true I think that's I think right yeah i think yeah. you're right yeah i think yeah. you're right um God, what the fuck was that movie that they did? Because wasn't there something about like, wasn't Scientology trying to tear them up too? Trying to push Nicole Kidman away? I don't know. Something to that effect? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't remember exactly. Yeah. 
All right, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm sorry. I know that this is really boring. Uh, it was right around the. Just play drops while you're while you're uh, <laughs> googling. Okay, um, okay. Um. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> those oh, la- God! those layered are pretty good. We're gonna go down there and have a donkey barbecue, oh, and God! I'm gonna furnish the ass. What's a donkey barbecue? I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that could even possibly mean. <laughs> He's just <laughs> mad living. Barbecue um, with donkeys. Riding donkeys, maybe. Yeah. Far and away. Isn't it far and away? Far and away. No idea. That wasn't going to be a satisfying uh, search, by the way. (laughs) I know. Sorry. (laughs) I'm really sorry. I wasted everybody's time. No, I think far and away was where he met her. And then it was like this, you know, great Hollywood romance. And that's how how it was like marketed. Mm. Um, So it makes sense to have them because they had been together for years at that point. Right. Like a few years. Right. And so it's like, oh, you're going to see this like Hollywood royalty couple go through the kind of like strife that Stanley Kubrick is attempting to create. Yeah. That's all I got, guys. Seemed seemed like uh, this is not a real problem movie. That's That was my take on it. Yeah. Um, like yeah. I went to a lame party. I kind of got embarrassed and everything's fine. What are you supposed to feel like? What are you what are you as the viewer supposed to feel about it? Uh, well, arousal, <laughs> right? Um, also, he's just kind of a moron. He's like trying to chase this case. It's like, what are you doing? What is he trying to solve? Right. Like, I'm not sure what he was trying to accomplish by like going to the house. Like, he's trying to look out for that lady and like save the the prostitute's life. But like, like are what? you are you supposed to be rooting for him? I, exactly. Like, is he supposed to be like the good guy? Because he's not. Yeah, he's trying to cheat on his wife. Because right. she had a weird dream. Right. I think he's also, because he's, he's uh, at a high level in society, like he's a successful doctor. Yeah. But then he realizes that there's this next level that he's not a part of. Right. Like he's not a part, of this, he's yeah. not a part yeah. of this club <clears throat> that... The extra elite. Yeah. yeah. The, the like, na- oh, maybe I can do this. Yes. Like, why aren't I here? He, he, he saw so a there's ceiling. This, there's this constant searching... To be like to keep elevating your class, essentially. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, I buy that. Because he thought he had it all. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I said before that I didn't know much about this movie, but I did read a little bit about it, and apparently, there. So <clears throat> um, Kubrick died before this movie came out. Yeah. And there has been all this debate over whether he actually had a final cut on the movie because. Uh. Uh, there are people who say that he died before he was done editing it and the studios to salvage this huge investment just like had someone else cut it together mm. and that's why it's so bad. Mm. But huh. um, like I think both Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman have said that Stanley Kubrick contacted them directly and told them like here's the final cut of the movie and they watched what has been seen by audiences. Mm. But like there, there is like many many layers of you know conspiratorial debate over whether this was just like a cash grab by the studios that were trying to salvage like the re- the remnants of what he left mm-hmm. um based on like how much i enjoyed his other movies <laughs> and how much i didn't enjoy this one i sort of maybe believe that like he didn't like fully polish it by the end you know yeah maybe well it did feel like the editor was getting paid by the cut or the opposite (laughs) it's like because the takes are long and like there's not a lot of editing happening in it so um and i can't remember if that's the case in his other movies that if the there are long takes for sure really like like the fight scene the joint yeah where they smoke the joint is that's like 10 minutes or something. Yeah. yeah. Like it just, Maybe keeps even going. More. it yeah. just keeps going. Right. You keep waiting for it. To, and then the, were the crossfades bothering anyone? Yeah. Mm. It was a little mm. much. I was like, what is up with it, all these crossfades? It added to like the, the dream sequence vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't mind actually. I think it's possible that he was like 99% done with it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, we're not going to throw away a hundred million dollars. Right. Right. Sure. So. Right. Yeah. And Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman are still huge and we like, we're yeah. going to make money on this. Exactly. So that would be insane to just not put it out. Yeah. What was the movie he made before that? Kubrick? Yeah. Good question. It had been a while. I Let knew me look. that. Um, 
do we have, how are we doing on time? We got all the time in the world. I know you always say that, but how much time? How we- <laughs> uh, we're at an hour. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm looking up Stanley Kubrick. Sorry, everybody who's listening to nothing. Um, okay. Filmography, director, eyes wide shut. Whoa. His, his last movie before that was Full Metal Jacket. Whoa. Which was 87. So it had been 12 years since he got a movie. Uh, yeah, it goes uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Then the next one back is Full Metal Jacket. Then The Shining, which is seven years before that. And then Barry Lyndon, which is five years before that. That one's long. That one's kind of like this, actually, in the way that long takes. and <clears throat> Yeah, I agree. I've seen Barry Lyndon, and I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Eyes Wide Shut. Mm. I like Eyes Wide Shut better. Eyes Wide really? Shut is my favorite Kubrick movie. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Are you better than 2001? Yeah. Better than The Shining? 2001 is, is very good. 2001 is like on the bottom of the list. Actually. Wow. Yeah. In The Shining? Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. No. <laughs> you think that Eyes Wide Shut is his best movie? Yeah. Have you seen Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. I love Full Metal Jacket. I love The Shining. I love Clockwork Orange. But there's something about Explain Eyes yourself. Wide Shut. <laughs> There's something about Eyes Wide Shut that uh, it's so moody that I could just watch it over and over and over and over again. I see that, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. He has whereas, a like, very early catalog that I have not watched. Yeah. Killer's Kiss, right? Uh, yes, that's and, 1955. And what's the one after that? That's about The like, Killing. The Killing. So I just watched The Killing uh, like a couple months ago, and it's huh. a caper movie, basically, at a dog at a horse track or dog track. And it follows all the different people's points of view huh. that are involved. Cool. So it like keeps going back in time and starting over and going back in Is time good? and starting over. It was really fun. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's like 90 minutes too. So it's, huh. it's quick. Spartacus? It's worth seeing. Which right. I assume is not the Kirk Douglas Spartacus. No, it, I think it is. It is? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. No. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it you, is. We, he directed Spartacus? Yeah. Okay. I got to educate myself. <laughs> And then he did Lolita in 62. Right, Lolita. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, I really? saw Dr. Strangelove. Lolita is really good. I don't like, I, I can't get through Dr. Strangelove. I haven't seen that in years. I've, I've tried to watch like, that like it's so goofy. 10 times. Yeah. I'm just like, I can't, can't handle it. I, yeah. I just can't get into it. The like surreal the elements are just a little too like, okay. Yeah. I yeah. know that you're making a statement that is incredibly relevant at the time, but I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, The Shining is so much the better is than very good than. Yeah, it's good. Scary. It's good. I'd rather if, if I had to go. If I had to go somewhere and they're like, you get one Kubrick movie, I'd pick Eyes Wide Shut. This mm. is unbelievable. Mm. I think two thousand one because two thousand one is so like you just have it on and it's like visually stunning. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's like all. It, that's like more style. It's like ambient substance. Noise. Though, I feel like. Like you it's amazingly that, beautiful. You yeah. think Eyes Wide Shut has more substance <laughs> than The Shining? Uh, yeah, I do. Wow, I could see that. Is it just because you can't more jerk like, off to The Shining? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't. You can actually. Oh yeah, because yeah, there's the hot chick in the in that the bathtub. Into, yeah. You, well, yeah. I I do it at the freeze at frame the end part. Yeah, the freeze frame when she turns into like a old, ghoul. Yeah, the just ghoul. like falls apart in his hands. That's the part that right. <laughs> Wow, I am just—I am fucking shocked, man. Jesus. Yeah, I saved that for you, the end. Do you think this? Is, are you being for real right I'm now? I'm for real. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, here. All right. Okay. Um, well, I think that's all I have to say about Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, same. Um, I think it's a review for Eyes Wide Shut. My assessment of Eyes Wide Shut is that Handsome Dan is completely out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. I, would, I would give it a solid B. A solid B. There you go. It is definitely worth watching. Yes. Like no question about it. There are definitely things that we watch and have talked about on the podcast, have not talked about, but like there are things if, if I've seen it, I'll tell you, don't watch it. Yeah. But this is totally worth watching. Yeah. Best Kubrick. God damn. Best Kubrick. <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> um, got anything else you want to talk about? That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. Handsome Dan, thanks for joining us. Thank yeah, you. For having us. So, Always a pleasure. Yeah. Third time's a charm. All right, everybody, uh, check us out at frankanderic.com. 
all the relevant links are there. Don't hesitate to sign up for the email newsletter. We will only email you when there's something to email you about. It's not like a weekly thing or anything where we uh, bother you, but um, we have some merch coming soon. Uh, Yeah, that'll all be on frankanderic.com. And until then, stay positive.